We can rise to the occasion. We can build this nation moving forward. All that we need, visionary leadership, people who love their people, people who love the citizens, people who love the country, and then we can rise. We can fly again. Hope Restoration Ministries, restoring hope to our world. Welcome to our broadcast. Enjoy. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Jesus. Sanbonan, Sanbonan, Baselwane. Eka malengo smalbonge. In the presence of the Lord saying, there's everything. Doesn't matter what you are carrying. Doesn't matter what you are going through. You see, Swatis and Zulus know this When this man goes to the king's place, they have problems. But They are going to the royal place. As they enter through the gate, they start Praising, Lift him up. He will take care of your problems. Because he is king. You are in his presence. He will take care of the rest. Come and give God praise. You are in his presence this morning. And I declare that you will never be the same. I declare that your life will never be the same. Things are turning around in your life. In Jesus' name. Come and give God praise this morning. Are you there, saints? Are you there? Now we are in the month of July. Recording July. Halala July. Halala July. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we have a special theme for the month of July. Inside out is the theme of July. Inside out is our theme. When you look at that word inside out, it simply means coming out of your safe, warm cocoon to publicly display your full potential. You look at that picture and you'll agree with me that it is not enough for you to remain in a cocoon. You will never see the beauty of a butterfly while it's within the cocoon. And this is what God wants to see with our lives. There are things that God has deposited in the inside of us. But unfortunately, as the church, we remain in a cocoon. I hear the Lord saying to his church, it is time for you to come out. Yes, it was nice to be in a cocoon. It was warm in a cocoon. But you were never created to remain in a cocoon. You have been called out of that. So look at the person next to you and say, the Lord is calling you out. Because there are things that have been deposited in the inside of you. 
inside out simply means allowing the inside to govern the outside. God has deposited some things in the inside of us. And he wants us to begin to govern what is on the outside through the inside. When you read in the book of Matthew chapter 5, it says you are the light of the world. Like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. Church of Jesus, the days of being hidden are over. The days of being hidden are over. It goes on, it says, no one lights a lamp and then puts it under a basket. Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand where it gives light to everyone in the house. God says to us, it's that time again. It's like the church has been in a cocoon for too long. We have been hidden for too long. I love this verse when you read it with the NLT translation. Or, or the, me, the message translation. It says here, here's another way to put it. You are here to be light. Bamba, it says, bringing out the God colors in the world. You see, there are God colors in you. There are God colors in a butterfly. But those colors cannot be displayed while they are in a cocoon. So God says, I want to bring out those colors into the world. It goes on and says, God is not a secret to be kept. We are going public with this. As public as a city on a hill. If I make you light bearers, you don't think I'm going to hide you under a bucket. And then it says, I am putting you on a light stand. Now that I put you there, on a hilltop, on a light stand, there's one thing that I want to see with you. What is it, Basalwade? It's to shine. You cannot shine, Church of Jesus. While you are within the cocoon. God is calling us out of the cocoon so that we can go out there and shine. It's okay to be in the building. But we are not called to remain in this building. We are called to go out there. In this building, you are here to be nourished. So we're going to challenge you in the month of July to say whatever the cocoon you are in, you need to get out of it. You need to get out of it. Now, while you have that inside out in your mind, allow me to introduce a subtopic for today. The subtopic simply says, it's time to manifest. It's time to manifest. Listen to me, Church of Jesus. There was a moment we were just like a worm. There was nothing wrong. 
Because this is a process. Before a butterfly can be a butterfly, it has to start somewhere. Just like children, when they are conceived, they are in the womb. They must be nurtured in the womb. But there comes a time when they must be born. And they start crawling like a worm. After crawling, they need to take a further step one step walking and we begin to encourage them as parents and say come on, come on my baby come on, come on my daughter come on, come on my boy after that they transform they get out of that cocoon and they begin to manifest they show the real thing that God has deposited in the inside of them I hear the Lord saying, Church of Jesus, you have been in a cocoon for too long. While the world is waiting for you to manifest, while the world is waiting for you to manifest, when you look at that word to manifest, it simply means to come out in true course. Not prematurely. You come out in due course. You come out when you are needed to show forth or display something clearly to make clear or evident to the eye. Nobody must miss it because it's the time for you to shine. But listen to me, Vaseluan. The church of Jesus, we have failed to manifest. We remain in the cocoon for too long. Instead of manifesting the colors of God, there are strange things that are manifesting. And we wonder why things are happening. Because the church of Jesus, you were in a cocoon for too long. Now there are strange things that are manifesting The year it was 2004, when tsunami hit the Asian countries. And we are told that after the tsunami, there are strange creatures that were discovered. I mean, strange creatures after tsunami. Dolphins with two heads. Dolphins with two heads. Dolphins this is what was discovered after tsunami. And not only that, I mean, sea snakes, abnormal sea snakes, something that never happened before. Giant isopods, which these, these are, are, are cockroaches that were of a size of a cat. Abnormal whales. These are things that were discovered. 
And listen to me, the experts and the scientists were called to come and explain this thing. They spoke about a global warming, but there was confusion at the same time. Somebody said this is bigger than global warming. Something it is not in order here. Listen, saints. This is not just global warming. When you read the scripture, it tells us that the earth, the creation is groaning for the sons of God to manifest. When you temper with the nature, the nature goes to God and groans because there are things that has happened on creation. People have tempered with creation. And things just become messed up. And they said the strange things. They manifest. Because sons of God are still in a cocoon. And the devil is operating freely into God's creation. At the end of the day, strange creatures appears before me. Things that we cannot even explain. You see, creation has no option. When you abuse the creation, when you bring confusion into the creation, the creation will cry out to God. Just like the blood of Abel that fell into the ground. It tempered with the nature of God. Creation had to cry out to God. And if the sons and the daughters of God are not stepping into the position, judgment of God will come upon us. And strange creatures will come out. Let me bring it closer. So long, I've been up there and people are not repenting. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I just want to talk to people. Sometimes when you are up there as a pastor, people don't hear you very well. I want to come closer to you now. There was a moment when we got into to, to our cocoon. During COVID, you remember? During all the lockdown. And the church was locked up. And we were not allowed to come and worship. The devil got freedom. He started operating freely. Because there were no gatherings. Christians were not praying together. We were divided and we could not come together. And the creation got confused. Because there were things that were happening behind the scenes. The devil did not stop operating. While we were in a hiding, things were taking place. After COVID, strange things manifested. We, we began to see uh, Sangomas. Sangomas, left, right, and center. Even Christians, beautiful girls, they started coming and say, Hey, Coco. And it was even double. You see, we also have gays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a double portion. 
Strange things. When we are in a cocoon, other things were manifesting. Because if we don't occupy the position, there are things that are going to manifest. When you tamper with nature, there are strange things that are going to manifest. During COVID, there were men who were sleeping with their own daughters. There were men who were sleeping with other men. Women sleeping with other women. After COVID, because there were things that were happening behind the scenes. Corruption with COVID time. There was a lot of corruption that was taking place. After COVID, the creation could not handle the mess that was in. Strange things appeared. There is danger when God's people don't manifest. Because if you don't manifest, strange things will manifest. Now, there are three things that I want you to pick up here. Three things that I want you to pick up here. Three things that I want you to pick up here. This is what is expected of us when creation is groaning. Number one, whenever there is groaning on earth, God expects the sons to manifest before something else does. Whenever there is groaning on earth, God expects the sons to manifest before something else does. Number two. Look at the second point there, please. Roll it down. Whenever there is oppression, corruption, injustice on earth, God will be asking, are there no sons to manifest? Now, I want you to look at this scripture. It's Jeremiah. Look at Jeremiah. Look at Jeremiah. It's Jeremiah 49. Jeremiah 49. Now, I want you to see something in Jeremiah 49. Now, God here, the, 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 the children of God, they go to God. They are complaining about the oppression and the sufferings that they, they are experiencing from the Ammonites. Now they go to God and then they are praying. And now God is answering them. He says, concerning the Ammonites, this is what the Lord says. Has Israel no sons? Has Israel no earth? Why then has Molech, which is the God, taken position of God? Why do his people live in its town? Now God is asking a question. You are complaining to me that you are not treated well and you, the tribe of God, I have given you this to possess this land. But you have allowed the Ammonites to take over. Now you are coming to me so that I can come down and answer you. Yet you are the one who have allowed the Ammonites to take over. 
Now God is going back to them. He says, where are the sons? Where are the daughters? Where are those who must manifest when things are not going right? I want to tell you, where are the sons? They are hiding in a cocoon. The church of Jesus is hiding in a cocoon. While other things are manifesting. Look what we have done. Now our children have become something else. Because we have allowed the Ammonites to educate our children. We have taken lots and lots of Ammonites and we have taken our children to, to the educate them from eight to three. They come now and then they manifest strange things. And we begin to ask ourselves and say, what's wrong? The reason is you have allowed allowed the Ammonites to take over, to manifest. Where are the sons and the daughters of God? While the community is going through oppression, the country is going through oppression, where is the church? Let me tell you, the church is taking a back seat. Even in 2024, the church is not prepared to take their rightful position. We will go back and vote for the corrupt leaders. When they begin to do corrupt work, there is nothing better you're going to get because these are Ammonites. Where are the sons? Because the scripture says when righteous leaders are in power, people rejoice. But ungodly leaders, when the Ammonites are in power, people suffer. Where are the sons? I'm believing God for sons and daughters. You know, when you read the book of Judges, it talks about three generations. It says there was a generation of Joshua. And in these ones, they served the Lord. They've seen the work of God. They've seen the miracles of God. And there was a generation of the elders who learned from Joshua. They got the teaching from Joshua. And the Bible talks about the third generation. It says a generation that arose that did not know God, that did not fear God, and they provoked God. And you ask yourself, what happened from Joshua to produce this generation that does not know God? I will tell you, the middle generation did not manifest, did not occupy the space. No wonder why we have produced a strange generation. Today, we've got wrong pastors manifesting in a position of pastors. Yet they are not pastors. Look at the abuse. Look at the abuse. Look at the mockery. Pastors sleeping with their worship leaders. Sleeping with their, their ushers. Because wrong creatures 
They are taking our position while we are hiding in our cocoon. There's a third point there. Whenever there's a gap, whenever there is a gap that has not been occupied, God will ask, where are the sons and the daughters to stand? When you read Ezekiel chapter 22, this is what it says. It says, I look for someone among them who would build up the wall and stand before me in the gap on behalf of the land so I would not have to destroy it. But I found now. God says there's a gap. Isn't it? Things have been messed up. Are you hearing me saying there's a gap? I'm saying, and the Lord says, I am looking for someone who will step in and occupy the space. I can speak that with authority because there's a woman who picked me up at the age of 15 and say, you know what, you don't belong here. There's a place of belonging. So I need to make sure you go to the place that you belong. She had to stand in the gap. And here am I, I'm standing today because somebody decided to stand in the gap. Where are the sons and daughters who are going to stand in the gap as a businessman and say, I am blessed by God. I have made some millions. I want to stand in the gap with my money, with my influence, with my skill. Now, there's a list of things I want to show unto you that when you stand or when you manifest, what's going to happen when you begin to manifest? Here is the first one that you begin. When you begin to manifest as a son of God, satanic, satanic activities are terminated. Did you hear what I said, Pastor when you manifest as a child of God, I'm saying to you, satanic activities are terminated. When you take your rightful position, the captives and the oppressed are set free. The barren land becomes fruitful. We are in a season where our land is barren. There's murder in our country. Unemployment in our country. Rape is high. Nothing is growing. Instead, things that are not supposed the to be things growing that must are the grow, ones they are that are growing. growing. The things that are not supposed to be growing are the ones that are growing. Because our land has become barren. And God says, when there's a barren land, I want sons. Sons in the spirit. Because sons in the spirit, they are carrying a seed. They are carrying a seed. When we have a seed, it does not matter the ground. When we have a spiritual seed, we are able to plant and release the seed. And then the seed of God 
will always come alive. I call sons and daughters to arise this morning. I call sons and daughters to come forth. 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 We cannot live in a parent country. We cannot live in a parent land while we have sons and daughters. Sons and daughters in the house shine. It's your time. Now look at number four. Look at number four. Order and tranquility is the order of the day. And seasons are shifted. And destinies are changed. When we manifest as sons of God, destinies are changed. You see, it was not just somebody helping me to occupy my position, but my destiny was changed. And not just my destiny that was changed, but many destinies were changed. I have occupied my position. Even this morning, there are many destinies that are going to change because I have occupied my space. My question is to you, man. Which space are you going to occupy? Or which space are you occupying so that destinies can be changed? Mm. Look at the next one. Look at the next one. Not just destinies. The impossible becomes possible. When we manifest, the impossible becomes possible. Because people of the people from heaven, they've occupied the space. The irreversible becomes reversible. I love the last two. Look at the last two. The natural laws become suspended and supernatural laws activated. When you tamper with nature, nature will bring forth the confusion. That is nature. And nobody can change that except the sons of God. Because if the sons of God they manifest, we are able to reverse the irreversible. There are curses in this nation. They're not going to be fixed by Sangomas. They're not going to be fixed by ordinary people. They're not going to be fixed by politicians. But God says, I want sons and daughters in the house to change the environment. Oh, come on, do we have some sons and daughters here? If we have some sons and daughters, give, give God praise. Give God praise this morning. Sons and daughters of the kingdom, give God praise. Let me give you a verse. And then we're just going to close. And pray together. Romans chapter 8, look at from verse 14. Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8. From verse 14. Verse 14. Yeah, listen what it says. It says, for as many as are led by the Spirit of God. These are sons of God. 
Lesson six. People who are going to change the world. Number one, it is those who are led by the Spirit. Not by your own understanding. We are looking for people that are filled those who are going to survive the witchcraft of this world. You don't know. I am talking to you. But those who are going to survive, it is those who are led by the Spirit of God. When you step into your office, it doesn't matter. Because you are not led by canal, but you are led in the Spirit. This is a season of those who are going to conquer the sons and the daughters of God. Just allow them to sprinkle those things. My sister is here that she can tell you. After the Muruti got married, there was a room come on. There would be some sound. Somebody would be calling my name. Apparently, I was disturbing the environment. And they would call my name Spiwe. And they would begin to worry, my sisters. Even the neighbors would say, Have you heard at night what was? Somebody was calling your name. I said, I don't care. Leave them to do their stuff. They are also at work. They are also at work. They have been employed. They have a job to do their But all that I will do in the blood of the Lamb. In the name of Jesus. These are the sons and daughters of the kingdom. The people who are going to survive in this season are those who are led by the Spirit. What is leading you, sir? What is leading you, man? Look at verse 15. Look at verse 15. I'm giving you a verse and I'm giving you the point at the same time. It says, for you did not receive the spirit of bondage again, again to fear. Oh my goodness. But you receive the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out Abba Father. Praise the name of Jesus. Because we have been adopted to the kingdom. We have been adopted to the kingdom. You are able to say Abba Father. It does not matter if you have your biological father, but if you accept him as the Lord and Savior, you become a daughter and the son of God. And you have all the rights to call upon his name. Abba Father. Oh, praise the name of Jesus. Let's close this. Verse 17. Look at verse 17. Okay, the Bible says in verse 16, listen, as you pray, the Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. You don't need anybody to tell you you are children of God or not a child of God. The spirit in the inside of you will bear witness. I know I'm a child of the living God. I might not have money, but I know I'm a child of the living God. My circumstances will not be okay, but I know I'm a child of the living God. Let's close this. 
And if children, then us. As of God. And not just as of God, but joint with Christ. You're not just a small boy, when. You're not just a small girl. You are joined with Christ. If indeed we suffer with him, that we may also be glorified together. From suffering to glory. Now when we suffer, we enter into glory. They enter into destruction. But Christians, when they suffer, they enter into glory. Suffering for us it's not a curse. They make us better. We'll close this For I consider that the suffering of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. Take courage, my daughter. Take courage, my sister. The suffering that you are going through right now, they cannot be compared with the glory that has been going to be revealed unto us. And it comes back and then it wraps up this matter. It says, for the earnest expectations of the creation eagerly waits for the revealing or manifestation of the suffering. Sufferings will be there. Challenges will be there. But we need to manifest as God's people. As I close, before we can manifest, there are tests that we need to pass. You cannot manifest without passing the test. Let me come back here. Or, Nintanda Mangla. You about to know. You start as a worm. You get into the cocoon. cocoon. You must break forth the cocoon. That is not easy. You need to pass the test. It will be suffering to get out of the cocoon. The story is told of a young man who was observing the, 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 the process of a worm becoming a butterfly, the transformation, the metamorphosis. That is transformation. Now, the young boy was just there looking at the whole process. Now, being a child, he was concerned about this butterfly that was trying to get out of the cocoon. He took a razor. He started cutting the cocoon. Helping the butterfly. Trying to free the butterfly. And then after that, the butterfly could not fly. 
He said, Mommy, I don't understand. I was trying to help a butterfly. The mother said, this is nature. You have tempered with the process. You should have allowed the butterfly to suffer. To suffer in there and, and get along with the process. That is how the butterfly becomes strong. Can I say something to a child of God? You are just like a butterfly inside the cocoon. It is okay when they don't help you. Sometimes you don't need the help of other people. Because when they help you, they are compromising the process. Many a times we have helped people who were in the process of God and we have tempered with the process. Lord wanted us to leave the through their process. So that when they are over, they begin to show the colors. They begin to manifest. Am I helping somebody? You need to pass the test. You need to pass the test. You need to pass the test of suffering. When you suffer, child of God, it's okay. It's part of the process. God is up to something. I don't regret the things that I've been through. There was a moment I was saying, Lord, why me? Why me? But it's only now that makes sense that God was busy with me and now I can stand and I can manifest because that's how God operates. The second test that you need to pass is the test of fire. The test of fire. Before you can manifest, Sometimes God will allow you to go through fire. And Abazalwane, we don't want fire. But the last time I remember, the last time I recall, Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, they manifested because of the fire. The fourth man who appeared there. He appeared while they were in the fire. But let's bring it close. Let's bring it close. For the gold to be gold, it must be refined. It must go through fire so that it can manifest, so that it can be displayed. You don't display a gold that is not gold through the fire. So, now, this fire, my sister, this fire, my brother, is not there to consume you. It is necessary for you so that you can come out of the fire so that you can be refined and be displayed. There's another test that you need to pass. We're going to do this next week. Okay. Get me Isaiah 43. Get me Isaiah 43. There's a a test that you need to pass. I call it water test. Or should I say river test? 
When you enter there, it reveals stuff in your life. It's a cleansing process. Water represents the spirit of God. Water represents the word of God. We cannot manifest until we pass the test of water. You must be cleansed by the word of God. You must be cleansed by the word of God. Lesson saints as we close. It is okay to consume those gadgets. To keep on reading those But don't neglect your spiritual life. Read the word Because what is in the inside one day is going to manifest. As a man thinketh, so is he. What are you putting in the inside? But when you feed your spirit and your soul with the word of God, you are passing the test. The people who are going to survive in this season it is those who will say it is written. It is written. It is written. It is not what I think. But it is written in the word of God. You need to pass the test of the word. Be cleansed by the waters. Be cleansed by the rivers. Praise the name of Jesus. And let me tell you as we close, Barcelona, you see if you want to cross the river, the floating river, River. Those of you who grew up in the rural areas, they know what I'm talking about. The lesson that they will give unto you that when you cross the river, you don't cross the river walking. When you cross the river, you don't cross the river like this. The waters will wipe you off. But when you cross the river, the floating river. You are solid to the ground. Solid and stable to the weight of God. You are not shaken. And you are able to sing as you stand. Oh, yeah.